Well, the UN's International Climate Summit is underway in Dubai. Overnight, negotiators at the COP28 Climate Summit discussed the dire effect global heating has on public health, how extreme weather is disrupting the supply of water and food, and how climate change is helping diseases to spread. It is the first time public health has been on the formal agenda at one of the climate conferences. The Director General of the World Health Organization spoke to delegates in Dubai. Undoubtedly, health stands as the most compelling reason for taking climate action. The threats to health resulting from climate change are immediate and present. However, for too long, health has been a footnote climate discussion. No more. It is three days into the nearly two-week conference. Uh, So far, New Zealand has signed up to one international agreement to adapt agriculture and food production to the changing climate. 133 other countries have also signed that declaration. Uh, We haven't yet signed up to the agreement to treble uh, renewable energy use by 2030, which 100 other countries have signed. Cabinet is yet to discuss that pledge. Climate Change Minister Simon Watts leaves for Dubai later this week. But Greens co-leader James Shaw is already there as part of the New Zealand delegation. He says New Zealand can still sign up to the Renewable Energy Pledge at a later date. There's almost 200 New Zealanders who are at uh, this event, many of whom are from the energy sector. I mean, I think they, they were kind of hoping that we would sign up to that. I suspect, and you know, it's only been kind of a, a week since the change of government um, that that possibly it was just one of those things that you know didn't kind of make it through the system in time. Um, we can actually sign up at any time, and there have been other cases in the past where uh, we didn't necessarily sign up on the day, but we we did come to it later. Okay, um, this was I mean, a, this is a yeah. tripling of the uh, capacity for renewable energy. Yeah, that's right. Um, and, you know, we know that that is one of the things that has to happen, right? If, if we're going to uh, get away from fossil fuels in our transport and in our industry and so on, um, that means that we are at the same time need to dramatically increase the amount of renewable electricity that we generate in order to, you know, power all those electric vehicles and um, switch over all of those coal-fired boilers over to electric and, and so on. Um, and, and so it is, it is you know, re- really important. It is good to see that the world is moving on this, and I, I know that New Zealand industry is uh, working pretty hard on this. Okay, L- listeners with a, a, an ear for detail will note that we're speaking to you, James Shaw, the Green Party co-leader, and not mm. our climate change minister. Is um, Simon Watt there? Not yet. Uh, he will be here. I, th- I think he gets in on the eighth of December, um, so a, a sort of few days from now. That is, it is kind of standard practice that the Minister of Climate Change comes for the second week of the negotiations. So during the first week, uh, it's generally handled by officials, but there is a point where it needs the kind of political leadership to kind of show up and you know, make a deal, essentially. Um, and, and that's why the minister tends to come for the second week. Just finally, I mean, what what is your overall um, sort of takeaway from this COP? Well, it's really early days, um, but there's bad news and good news, as there always is. I have to say that the news from day one, when uh, they managed to complete the negotiations on what's known as the loss and damage fund, um, that is the the fund that supports uh, the 
um, most vulnerable countries in the world um, from you know some of those storms and droughts and floods and fires and so on that we're experiencing. Um, that was a major breakthrough, and, and the fact that the UAE and Germany put $200 million down to get that fund up and running um, has created an enormous amount of goodwill. That will flow through to the rest of the negotiations. At the same time, you can see the fossil fuel industry is fighting very hard uh, to kind of slow down any uh, language that might talk about the phasing out of, of that industry in coming decades. But we all know that that is the thing that has to happen uh, most urgently if we're going to uh, stop the climate crisis from getting any worse. And sorry, I did say just finally, but from here, what are the next <laughs> big big items on the agenda? Well, uh, the, the, I mean, this is all kind of an obtuse United Nations speak, right? So there's something called the global stock take, which is uh, essentially the first time since the Paris Agreement when there has been a stock take uh, of progress um, against all of the commitments that countries have made. Um, and, you know, you would think that that would simply be a report card. You know, you hand your homework in. Um, but, of course, uh, you know, there have been a lot of countries that um, have dragged the chain the last few years. And, mm. and so that's become a very political negotiation as well. And I think you'll see some heat around that over the coming days. That was uh, Green Party co-leader James Shaw speaking to us from the COP28 summit.